Afro band of the Daisies. Now moving on, Samantha Fish is an award-winning American blues singer, songwriter, guitarist, who since her debut back in 2009 has been accruing awards at a faster pace than her 11 previous albums have come out. And of course, let's not forget a burgeoning global fan base as well for the live shows. Jesse Dayton has many talents, an actor, a producer, a musician who has lent his sound to icons that include the great Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings and Johnny Cash. So, both got together and out of this collaborative alliance comes Death Wish Blues. And I caught up with Samantha to talk about the album, the collaboration and what's going to happen in the future. But what about the music, I hear you ask? Is it good music? Well, I think you're going to need to sit down and take a listen to this. It's a great album from start to finish, and here's a little taste. We're living in this world, really, aren't we, at the moment, where everything has got literally seconds to to make an impression. Your record sales aren't what they used to be. The online marketplace right. is very crowded. But what I thought was the first bit of marketing genius here was the album <laughs> cover and the design. Because for audiences to grow, it, it's got to be it's got to be available to people just outside of the ones that already know you. And I read a great piece yeah. in one of the reviews where it said, hey, "You know, this looks like a Tarantino film poster. The characters look yeah. like that." And I was sitting there thinking, he's spot on. You know, you look, it, it looks like a Tarantino movie title, uh, Death Wish Blues. And it's a brilliant, brilliant front cover that stands out and literally draws you in. You may not know who you are, but you know that people are going to click on that and go, got to listen to this. So who thought of the title and who thought about the album design? Well, I mean, honestly, this kind of, this sort of fell together naturally. It's funny that you bring up the cinematic elements of this album, but as we were writing these songs, Jesse and I both were like, God, I just, it's weird that these songs feel like they could belong to a movie. And it's mostly because, you know, we were, I think both of us were writing songs from this perspective that we hadn't really, I mean, we both have written duets before, but at this dedicating an entire project to it. I mean, it felt like kind of like a continuation, an ongoing story. You know, it's a love story, whether the outcome is good or bad. And so we just sort of felt like we were telling the story that was broader than just what you were hearing. There was something visual to it, something cinematic. And Jesse's a cinephile, man. I mean, yeah. he loves film noir. He's He's got his foot in cinema. He's made films. He's been a part, you know, he's a part of the Rob Zombie film. So, you know, he's pretty heavy into that world. And I'm a big fan of, like, you just brought up Tarantino. And it's like, I absolutely had envisioned these songs being, you know, perfect for a sequence in one of his films. Um, but, you know, the artwork, we just wanted it to be striking. And we did. We wanted it to feel like a movie poster because that's what this album sort of felt like to us. It felt like, you know, it it, it was a story that, that was broader than just the music. You know, it it, it has a, a visual quality to it as well. People, people listen to music with, I've been hearing this saying for years and I've always been like, eh, but they do. I mean, people listen to music with their eyes in a lot of ways. That's why music videos became so important to our society, like to our culture. Um, you know, it's a, it's just another way to tell the story of the music. And if you have a strong visual to, to connect 
you know, what people are hearing with their eyes, you know, you can connect the senses. It becomes even more powerful. Absolutely. Now, you have both been acquainted with each other over the years by that fabulously named Knuckleheads uh, venue in Kansas City, which is something of a legendary venue, based, judged by the people that play there, John Mayer and the Blues Breakers to Vanilla Fudge. So in all of those years, did you feel like there was an inevitability to the fact that you would work together one day? You know, honestly, I never, I never really thought about Jesse and I doing something together. I just... I've been a fan of Jesse's for a number of years and that we met, you know, all those years ago at Knuckleheads and I kept up with him through social media and I just became a fan. You know, his, his solo career is very prolific, but I, I also was just drawn in by the fact that he seemed to have a lot of depth. You know, he, he has backed up legends, you know, I mean, he's performed mm. with his story's really incredible, you know, um, he's backed up country music legends. He's played with rock and roll legends. He's, you know, he's done the work in cinema. He's he's an author. You know, he he's pub he's a published author with a with a book, um, and you know, so I, and he and he had a radio show too. I mean, the guy's all over the place in in a great way. You know, he's just busy and he's a go getter. And I I felt like, you know, when we were talking about this project, my manager and I had been tossing this idea around for a long time. You know, kind of throwing around the idea of doing a side project, just something different from my solo career. And over the years, we've detailed more and more like, like the visual, you know, like I, I had an, in mind, I wanted a certain vibe, a certain aesthetic, a certain sound. Um, but I just didn't really know who the other person could be. And when I saw Jesse again last year, we reconnected, he came through New Orleans to perform. Um, and it just sort of dawned on me at that moment that he would be the perfect collaborator um, for this project. Just he had he had everything I was looking for. Well, that was Samantha Fish talking on the Classic Rock podcast. And to hear the interview in full, uh, listen to the Classic Rock podcast, which is available on the website at www.theclassicrockpodcast.com.